This is Soccer News IV. Soccer News IV, it's in your veins. Brought to you by SoccerOM.com. From Bumblebee to high school to college to the pros. Before the best coaches go to practice, they go to SoccerOM.com. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Stephen Parr. Here is our top story. Women's professional soccer is coming back. For 2008, the last women's league, the WSA, closed after only three years. Since then, there's been some work behind the scenes to bring women's soccer back. And it looks like a new league with a new business model will be in place for next year. Organizers hope the timing will capitalize on some excitement from this fall's Women's World Cup in China. So just who is behind this new league? Well, some of the names will be familiar to you, soccer experts. First is AEG. They currently own the Houston Dynamo, LA Galaxy, and although they would eventually like to sell off a couple of their MLS teams, AEG's women's team will play at the Home Depot center in los angeles so a little combination of effort there john Hendricks was a founding investor in the old wusa and owned the washington freedom and he's on board again and again has the washington area franchise jeff cooper and st louis united soccer had the franchise rights for the st louis area now if you're wondering who is jeff cooper remember a few shows ago when i told you a group of investors from st louis was trying to land the Real Salt Lake franchise and then move them into the shadow of the Gateway Arch? Well, Cooper was the person behind that effort, and he now has professional women's soccer coming and still is attempting to secure an MLS side as well. So for all of you living right there on the Mississippi, this is a good sign that Cooper and company have their ducks in order and stand a good chance of getting that MLS team. A Dallas area franchise was awarded to a group called the Dallas Franchise Group. Good name, huh? Well, they're headed up by Jack Hanks and Brent Corrali. They're not related to FC Dallas, but they are planning to play in Pizza Hut Park. WGLSI is the new owner for a Chicago area team that will play in Toyota Park. Peter Wilt was a longtime member of the Chicago Fire front office and is still really well-liked in the area. Wilt is heading up the W. WGLSI effort, which just rolls off the tongue. The sixth and final team is a bit of a mystery. Soccer Initiative LLC is named as the investor, but they have not finalized a market area. There are some rumors this group wants to play in Northern California if the San Jose Earthquakes are able to be reborn with the new stadium. So we'll just have to stay tuned on that. In addition to all these MLS ties, the league will hire Soccer United Marketing to help with promotions. Soccer United Marketing is the marketing arm of Major League Soccer and U.S. Soccer. So in addition to uh, this, I see this as a, a close relationship with MLS, and that is a good thing. I think some cooperation was lacking during the WUSA and ultimately made things harder for the Women's League to survive. For those of you who are afraid this is going to drain resources from MLS, I don't think you have to be concerned. If the Women's League is going to survive, then it will have to pay for itself, 
And that means paying for Soccer United Marketing's promotions and paying the various teams for the field time at the stadiums. This is a new revenue stream for MLS, not a new expense sheet. So it should also allow the women's teams to get better deals since MLS does have an interest in seeing professional soccer for both sexes gain more of a foothold in the U.S. sporting market. This really could be a win-win. Speaking of the women, the U.S. national team has arrived in Portugal for the Algarve Cup. The U.S. will play China, Finland, and Sweden starting on Saturday at 11.15 Eastern. And two legends in U.S. women's soccer are now Hall of Famers. Mia Hamm and Julie Foudy were elected to the U.S. Soccer Hall of Fame. Hamm garnered the highest percentage of votes for any U.S. player ever with 95.77% of the vote. Here's my question. Who looked at Mia Hamm's name on the ballot and voted no? 95.77. That should have been 100. Whoever these people are, they should be taken off the board of voters. That's just ridiculous. What is also ridiculous is that only two people got in this year. That's because the third place nominee must get at least 80% of the vote to make it in. As a result, see if some of these names sound familiar. Joy Fawcett, Marco Echeverry, Thomas Dooley, Joe Max Moore, Carlos, Carlos Valderrama, Peter Vermes, Peter Novak, Mauricio Cienfuegos. They all failed to get in. On the men's side, two MLS teams have made it to the semifinals in the CONCACAF Champions Cup. First, D.C. United beat C.D. Olympia 3-2 in D.C., and this gave D.C. a total 7-3 victory and sets them up for a home-and-way series against the Mexican Football League's Chivas. MLS Cup winners Houston Dynamo pulled out a 2-0 victory at Texas A&M against Putarena FC of Costa Rica, giving them a 2-1 aggregate. Houston wore their away white jerseys and made Punta Reina wear their home orange jerseys. Why? Well, Texas A&M's main rival is the University of Texas, which wears orange. So the Dynamo figured the Aggies were just used to rooting against fellas in orange. Houston will now face perhaps the best team in Mexico right now, Pachuca. In other MLS news, it seems the earthquakes may be close to making a deal on a new stadium. The Mercury News is reporting that Lou Wolf and San Jose State University are close to signing a deal. SJSU would put up some land just east of the current Spartan Stadium. Wolf would pay to build the $80 million, 22,000-seat stadium. The university would keep revenues from football games. Earthquakes would keep the money from soccer games and the two would split money from other events like concerts. Real Salt Lake has had some keeper troubles. Their number one keeper, Scott Garlick, decided late in February to just quit. He retired from pro soccer, and Real realized they only had one keeper on the roster, and he had never played a match in MLS. To make things more difficult, Real had just traded away a potential starter in Nick Raimondo to the Red Bulls on February 10th. So after a bit of scrambling, Real convinced Red Bull to undo the deal. And after being a Red Bull for a total of 14 days, Raimondo was sent back to Utah. 
Kansas City has a new home. Okay, so it's not a stadium deal. They're still trying on that. No, the Wizards broke ground last Friday on a new training facility inside Kansas City. In addition to an office and locker space for the players, the facility will have four soccer fields. The fields will be available to some area youth teams and the University of Missouri-Kansas City's soccer teams. FC Dallas's new defensive center mid is going to be out for a while. Adrian Syria was drafted by Toronto from Houston in December. He was then traded to Dallas in a deal that sent Ronnie O'Brien to Canada. Well, it turns out Syria has some serious knee problems since last season. Dallas now feels like they were taken in a bit in the deal. Head coach Steve Moyle described him as damaged goods. Sirio is now going to have surgery on the knee and he's expected to be out until late June. Chivas USA's Jonathan Bornstein is also going to be out for a while. Last year's Rookie of the Year was injured during training, tearing the MCL in his left knee. He will be out for six weeks. And LA's newest superstar is also injured. That's right, the $250 million man went down during a match playing from Real Madrid. It seems he ran into a signboard and hurt his knee. He is having an MRI to see just how bad the injury is. There's no word on how long Bex will be sidelined. It's kind of ironic that a fellow who makes so much money from advertising was taken down by an ad. Well, that's it for now. I'll have some more MLS preseason news and notes for you this month, including a team-by-team preview for the 2007 season. I need to say a big thank you to Soccerom.com for all of their support. For Soccer News IV, I'm Stephen Parr. Remember, Soccer News IV, it's in your veins.